It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. This rendezvous has a unique story because earlier I went to the emergency room for nothing bad, but my voice was getting uh, so hoarse and um, I had to, you know, clear my voice all the time. And so anyway, I go to the uh, one of the Cleveland Clinic facility here in Ohio. And uh, I want to do a shout out to uh, the nurses because at the ER, at the uh, x-ray where I went and others, just wonderful. Thank you so much for doing what you do. Thank you for listening to The Rendezvous and thank you for your always very warm and, and kind uh, approach to whatever it is that I've been going over the, the years. Not too often, but once in a while. So this show goes to you and that's to all the nurses in this country, all the doctors, everybody who helps with their health the health workers. Merci, merci, merci beaucoup. And you call the next. Bonjour, Irene. Bonjour, Simon. So what's going on? How can I help you? So I've recently started seeing a new guy and everything has been really wonderful, to be honest. Um, but a few of my friends have pointed out that he is quite a bit younger than me uh-huh. and that I'm quite a bit more financially stable than he is and it didn't occur to me but they seem to worry that maybe he's using me so oh. I don't really know what I don't know what to think about that it made me so sad and I don't know if there are some red flags well, I should be looking for or I don't know what do you Okay think? okay so first of all what's the age difference It's 15 years Okay what are the signs not according to your friends according to you that this man is financially benefiting from your stability? Well, you know, I own my own home, and he always wants to be at my house, which I thought was about me. But my friends are worried that it's about that he doesn't have his own place. Okay, but the fact is that your house doesn't mean he's spending your money. So, I mean, financially, what exactly do you think he's taking from you, not just enjoying with you, but actually taking from you? I didn't feel that he was, but several of my friends have voiced their concerns that I pay for all the dinners and I pay for groceries, but he cooks for me. Or I feel like it's okay. balanced out, but I, I don't want to be coming from a place of loneliness or sadness. Wait a minute. This guy, so he cooks for you. What else does he do for you? He'll kind of take care of the house. He'll clean up, but he doesn't really ever offer to pay for anything. But I'm in the position where I can, so I feel okay with that. I don't but know. I think it's totally fine. Does this guy make you happy? He does. That's all that matters. Listen carefully. Erin, we have one life. So if this man makes you happy, and listen, many men go with younger women, 15 years you know, younger than them, they're happy to pay for everything. So the, I think the definition of happiness is not who's paying for who. The definition of happiness is, do you feel seen and do you feel heard? Is that the case? Do you think he's, he's listening to you? Do you feel heard and seen with him? I do. I feel heard and seen, and it's still new, but I, I feel good about it. Do you feel desired? I definitely do. Ooh, that's good. So listen, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I think your girlfriend's a little jealous. I think you've got a good thing for you going on. It's totally fine. We've got to be able to now that women like you are so successful and you decide you want to love a younger man. Why not? 
I, you have my full support. It's this. this oh. It's it really. And the only thing I would not like if you tell me he's, he's asking me to to write checks for his car. But the fact that you pay for things. Listen, I've dated younger women. I gladly paid for everything. I never thought, oh my god, you know, she's just there for my money. So <laughs> it works for you. Enjoy what the universe has for you. Oh, Simon, that made me feel so much better. Thank you so Good. much. Good. Good. Enjoy, really. Enjoy to the <laughs> fullest. So thank you so much for calling, and you have a good night. Thank you. You too, Simon. So with that last story of age differences between men and women, but also women and men, you know, there's sometimes a feeling of being used financially or other, for other reasons. So how do you know you're being used in a relationship? I'll tell you that next. So... Very interesting question. My last caller, Erin, said, you know, I feel like my girlfriends are telling me because I did a guy who's 15 years younger than me, he's taking advantage, maybe I feel used. And I told her not at all uh, because, A, women and men are 100% equal. We have to empower women to have, they have the right, and I repeat, the right to date younger men if they want to. And um, if they feel comfortable paying for things, it's normal Just because this is the rule when it comes to money. The richest and the oldest pay. That's it. It's based on reality. And I really would like, if you're a woman listening to me, that you never feel guilty or suddenly used because of that. If you make more money than your man, it's normal that you pay more than your man. Just like I've always believed for men, it's normal to pay more than your woman if she makes less than you. Okay? Now, that leads to the direct question. But then, if it's not about the money, how do you know you're getting used? What does it mean? We'll talk about that next. Now that we have cleared the path for the fact that men and women can date whoever they want equally in terms of age difference, it's nobody's business really, two adults can do what they want. But yet there's a lot of us who may have felt once in a lifetime or more than once, I feel I'm being used. And maybe it's not financially, maybe it's emotionally. So how do you know you're feeling used? Very simple. It hurts. It makes you feel awkward. It makes you feel like crawling to your skin. It makes you feel bad. Those are the symptoms that you are being used. And those symptoms are clear. Remember, if somebody makes you feel bad, make you feel like you just, they don't love you, you don't feel heard and seen, all of that, you don't feel loved, right? Um, and use is not just for the money. It could be for the ooh-la-la. It could be for listening. It could be for anything. You have your intuition, use it. If it doesn't feel good, it's not good, plain and simple. I hope that helps you. You call the next. If you want to share something romantic that has happened to you, call my show, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Nicolina. Bonjour, Simon. Hey. Bonjour. So I understand you have a lovely story that uh, you want to share with us tonight on The Rendezvous. I am all ears. Yes. <laughs> okay, awesome. Mm -hmm. So... I literally had my dream proposal, and so all my friends absolutely love my husband, and he booked us to go skiing in Canada, my favorite ski mountain, which is Whistler. So we were there for eight days, and as we got up to the top of the mountain, he pulls out the ring, proposes, and it was, it was amazing. So we got to spend eight days in this beautiful, magical place called Whistler. It's like some of the best skiing in the world, and yeah. just... Yeah, it was it was amazing. Westlake, Canada. Yes, I know where that is, uh, but I've never been. So, how did you feel? How did that make you feel 
when he proposed on that mountain? Like, drive me through the emotions you felt. Yeah, I felt so elated. Like, just the whole entire thing, the snow, the looking out into the city of Whistler, all the lights are on, all the people that are there from around the world. So it just felt so, like, complete. It really did have that, like, whole and complete essence. Plus the adventure oh, yeah. of being skiing. So yes. <laughs> like, have this whole mixture. Is it, by the way, was it your first time skiing or you've been skiing all your life? No, I've been skiing all my life, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, l- listen, I'm, I relate. I ski too and, and I love the mountains. So congratulations. First of all, again, congratulations, Nicolina, to you and your man and, and many years of happiness. Thank you for sharing that magic proposal story on the mountains of Canada. Oh, and I hope you get to go to Whistler. <laughs> I, I hope so, too. I heard there's wonderful places there, so I look forward to it. Thank you, Nicolina. You have a good night. Thanks, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go to Kellyan, who sent me that Instagram DM because her best guy friend told her something that she just can't really understand, and she needs my help to know what to do. So her DM is next. So Kellyanne sent me an Instagram DM. It was an interesting question at one of radio. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. My best guy friend told me he can't talk to me or hang out with me anymore because his new girlfriend is jealous. And I'm so mad. So should I just accept this? Or do you think there's a way to make him see that this is wrong? Please advise. Hmm. Yeah. What should you do if your best friend uh, has a new partner and this new partner says they shouldn't see you anymore? Who's right? Who's wrong? We'll talk about that next. So maybe that has happened to you, but you know, what should you do if your best friend dates somebody who says that your best friend, in the case of Kalina Guy, should not talk to you or hang out with you anymore uh, because that makes them jealous and they're upset. So um, Kalina goes, she's very mad and disappointed. Should she accept this new policy of her best friend uh, or is there a way for him to understand this is wrong? So... I'm not sure you can like my answer, Kellyanne, but this is what I would do. I would leave him alone. I would uh, give him the time and the distance. He's going to miss you. What happens sometimes is that when you meet somebody, you get so passionate, so like into the person that, you know, you do silly things. I don't think people should stop being friends with people. Uh, I don't think you should hang out, though, but I think it's okay to see half coffee once in a while, absolutely. But it takes time to be more... You know, reasonable. So give them some time and space, and uh, true friends always come back. So that's my advice. Distance, patience, and keep the faith, and give them the space. That's a good friend would do. Hope that helps. Calls are next. Bonjour, Kalani. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Kalani. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? Well, I have been dating this guy for about nine months now, and everything is perfect. Total gentleman, uh, really respectful. We get along really great, except for mm-hmm. when we play games. It can be anything from a board game to just a really casual game of tennis. He goes full aggressive competitive mode, and he just becomes really aggressive and uh, makes fun of me, you know, and, or like, what? <laughs> when I play, you know, what? it's, it's uh, but then as soon as the game is over, he's back to himself. Okay. Anything. So, how old is this man of yours? He's uh, 32. And at 32, he gets mad at his girlfriend for 
when you win, right? It's it does this. And how how does that make you feel when he well, does he that? Never, like, he never lets me win. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. That's different. So you would want him to let you win, even though you don't win. No, it's just even when he's winning like by a landslide, he's in your face, you know, making fun of me, and just he gets super competitive and he wins by a landslide. And I'm trying my best. I see. But now I need to know how does that make you feel? First, it stuns me because I think he's just joking. Um, but then it makes me feel frustrated. It makes me feel mad at him. It makes me want to be more competitive. And then when it really, when he just keeps winning by, like, I don't want to play anymore. I see. Everything else is great? Everything else is amazing. We, like, everything else is perfect. He checks every single box. That's what's so frustrating. Okay. Uh, have you told him how you feel when you guys play and he, he, he puts up his little, you know, tantrum? I've mentioned it casually because it, it never felt like it was important enough to get into a fight over. So I never really want to make, because it's just a game. Like he'd always say, you know, it's just a game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But there's a way to resolve this. Don't play with him anymore. Don't finish the <laughs> game. So either you stop playing or you just, you don't finish the game. There's no winners. Right? Oh. So let's say before the end you have enough, you don't want to play anymore. And he says, oh, why? I said, because, you know, the tantrum, it just, it's just, it stresses me out. So we can play, but I don't want to finish. We'll, 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 we'll finish another day. And he'll understand little by little oh. that if he wants to finish a game with you, you're not going to put up with this little circus. But you don't, you know, you're not going to be making a drama. You say, listen, we've played enough for tonight. Some other time. Oh, that's so good. Okay. No, like easy breezy. You right. can understand. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> you got it. Anytime, Penny. That's what I'm here for. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. You too, Simon. Thank you. Coming up, I'm going to go listen to Denise's voicemail. She's in love with a guy and there's an issue. I don't know which one it is. Her voicemail is next. So, remember, if you have a question for me 24-7. You leave me a voicemail, but remember, I'll play it on air, and I'll answer on air, just like for Denise. Take a listen. Hi, Simon. My name is Denise, and the reason I'm calling is because I have been in love with a gay man for a couple years now, two or three years, and I just wanted some advice as to what this relationship might turn into, if anything at all. Thank you very much. Good question. I'll answer next. So this is an interesting question. Um, Denise left me a voicemail, said she's in love with a gay man, and um, not sure what to do, right? So here's my advice. Whether you love a gay man, whether you love a gay woman, whatever gender, this... What matters, you have to accept the person you love for who they are. So if this man, Denise, wants you back and wants to go this way, welcome him. If he doesn't, and accept and love him as a friend. Because you're not going to change him. And uh, he's not going to change you either. So I like the fact that we accept each other for who we are. Um, that's the rule of the universe. The universe, all those planets, they don't fight each other, the planets. Have you seen in the sky? They're peaceful there. If we can use the universe example for us here, and we're all little planets, well, just let's not fight each other or ask the planet to change. And um, my advice, Denise, is maybe ask yourself, maybe why do you want to be with a man who maybe doesn't want to be with you? 
That's the deeper question. I'll let you think about that. Thank you for the voicemail. Calls are next. Bonjour, Celeste. Bonjour, Simon. How can I help you tonight? Um, I have a question for you. I'm talking to this guy long distance who I really like, and we've been talking for like a month and a half now, and he knew that Sunday was my birthday and he didn't call me. Now I don't know what to do. <laughs> I have an idea of what to do, but first, how did that make you feel? I mean, it crushed me. We were we were supposed to be planning to see each other soon, and I haven't heard from him. And he knew. I mean, he knew that my birthday was Sunday. Is it over? I, I mean, yeah. I mean, is it over, Celeste? I gotta ask you. I mean, okay. Let's just take your parents. Did your parents ever forgot your birthday? No, of course not. Of course not. You know why? Yeah, probably. <laughs> why? Well, but because it was really important to them, and they knew it was no. important to me. No, it's because they love you. Yeah. So just remember, anything like birthday or anniversary in this, if the partner doesn't do it, they don't care. There is no excuse in my book, Celeste, for people who forget birthdays. Okay, listen, you know, I'm not goose dates. So right now I'm saying, but like, I put it on my uh, little uh, yellow pad. If I have a girlfriend, the date, so I never forget. But because like it celebrates your birth. The reason why parents do it and celebrate is to celebrate our arrival into the world, into the family. So I have, unfortunately, no compassion for this dude. My advice to you is ask yourself, why would you want to stay one more minute with a partner who forgets your birthday? Is there any good reason? No. So I say you say bye-bye to this guy, and this is key. I know it's a little thing, but Valentine's Day, birthdays, anniversaries. If you love somebody, you don't forget. Okay? Yeah. Sorry for the bad news. It's what it is. So I, you know, I, I have no excuses for him. I just can't help you with this one. You got to get rid of him. Yeah. Thank you. You got it. Thank you for calling Celeste and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. You too. Hey, do you wish your partner would pay attention to you more? Let's be honest. Next. Hey, do you wish your partner would pay more attention to you? Yes? No? I posted that on my social media. You can follow me at Rendezvous Radio. And uh, the result is interesting. 68% of you voted, yes, I do wish my partner would pay more attention to me. So it's a big number. 68% said, yes, I want more attention from my partner. 32% only said, no, I'm good. Interesting. So remember, just quickly, what makes us appreciated? To be heard, to be seen, to feel like somebody cares. And that is the recipe of a good relationship. Uh, thank you so much for voting. Thank you for listening to me tonight. Vraiment, merci beaucoup. Merci et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.